Welcome to the Retail Ready Podcast, hosted by Ben Wyatt, your destination for food trends, startup business talk, and some serious knowledge bombs about the food industry. Hold on though, before we start the show, don't forget that all listeners get 10% off any order from our podcast sponsor, Doggylicious. Just head over to doggylicious.com.au and use promo Retail Ready at the checkout. Enjoy the show. Welcome back, everyone. And again, we have another guest on board. And this is someone who I've wanted on the show since the start of the year. Um, and I keep using the excuse I was slightly busy for a couple of weeks um, previously, but I reached out to, to Peter and I have him on the show today. So welcome back everyone to the show, but more importantly, welcome Peter to the Retail Ready Podcast. How are you? I'm very well, Ben. Thanks very much, mate. It's, um, yeah, it's flattered to be on the show with you and, and uh, oh. keen to chat. Awesome. Yeah, because we this is this kind of a reschedule from the original date that we're recording and even to start off on a funny story why well, it wasn't funny to you because you got a speeding fine um oh, while I was yeah. <laughs> while I was wondering where you were so hopefully yeah. that's been paid off and uh <laughs> not yet it, it, it arrived at the post this morning I tried to hide it from my wife but she found it oh. so uh, we'll sort that out <laughs> oh they're annoying but thank you for giving up your time um no you you would get like I, I mentioned this in a previous show recently where Sometimes I know the guests, I've even met them um, in an expo, um, we might have worked together previously, but you are someone who I've literally just got on um, the call with today. Uh, I've already had a couple of minutes before we hit record and I'm going to enjoy uh, listening to what you have to say and getting to know you. We're already best mates. Yeah, we already, <laughs> we already know each other's lifestyle. So <laughs> it's it's always great, but I just want to go back to how I got to know kind of your brand and it was only it was at the start of the year I I actually read an article on you and didn't think anything of it and then I actually got a can of products and we'll talk about the brand that you are part of um a couple of weeks ago and I tried it and I was blown away (laughs) and I, I was very skeptical and I then I've been reading a few more articles and I can see the hype and understand why your product is so good. But I don't want to ruin anything. I would love you to take over, Peter, and just say, who are you? What do you represent? And what is this awesome product that is getting literally five out of five ratings on every article that I keep um, seeing pop up? all over the show oh mate thanks for, well, first thanks for the warm intro ben it's um it's it's really flattering to to hear people talk about what we're doing um i think i think anyone who runs a business you you really do get stuck in the weeds sometimes just doing the day-to-day stuff and you forget to look <laughs> up sometimes so it's really nice to hear that so thank you um so yeah my name my name is pete i am the uh, the head of brand and uh, one of four co-founders for heaps normal we're a non-alcoholic beer um, independently owned. Uh, we, we launched in July last year in the middle of COVID, July 2020. Um, 
and uh, we were about 18 months in kind of development before that. Um, the business is made up of uh, myself, Andy Miller, who is our CEO and another co-founder, uh, Benny Holdstock, who's our, our head brewer and co-founder or head of production, um, and then Geordie Smith, who is our global brand ambassador and another co-founder as well. Um, Geordie's a, a childhood friend of mine and a, a very good friend of Andy and Benny's as well, and he is a uh, Olympic athlete, professional surfer, consistent kind of top five in the world. Um, and and he's come on board as well. Um, wow! So so it's it's a, a kind of an interesting kind of four way split of um, mm-hmm. you know people with different reasons for doing what we're doing. Um, you know the I think we kind of all have our own our own reasons for wanting to kind of explore the non-alcoholic space mm-hmm. um and they're all very different and um yeah we, we launched in july and we're um we, we, we you and i are talking now and and kind of towards the end of april we're in about 600 venues around australia um we we've just um started distributing out to singapore and malaysia um, and indonesia and some other places not too far afield um and yeah we're strapped into this rocket ship of a, a kind of a startup that is um you know, almost every week there's something that's a, a pitch yourself moment for the four of us. Yep. Uh, we've got about we've got nine staff now as well that have um, that have joined the business that are, um, you know, doing you know some really good human beings and talented people that are doing some great stuff and and helping us kind of grow the company. So um, yeah, we kind of feel like we're really living the dream and super fortunate and grateful to be doing what we're doing. That is impressive, and I'm I'm going to go to the very start with my first question because you just touched on it there. There's there's a few of you involved. There's um, friends. There's a pro surfer, and all different personalities. Can you just take us back to the start? Where who had the idea, and what did the early days look like? Because I have a little side hustle, and there's only me involved, mm-hmm. so I can make decisions, and I have to wear many hats. <laughs> Whereas you've got a I've, I've, I've got a picture up of you guys from a recent article and you look like a pretty cool kind of crew to be honest like I, oh, I thanks, can't pull mate. off that I can't pull off that hipster look coming <laughs> far from uh that <laughs> coming coming from uh the the center of Manchester it, it's it's that that look is frowned upon so um Manchester's got a look of its own though, as well you should, you should own that. <laughs> so how do you guys how did you guys get the idea was it um around the table session while drinking maybe non-alcoholic or even alcoholic beers can you tell everyone how does a a startup start from your experience yeah for sure um so um yeah i I guess um i I kind of i sat in the idea for a while i I run a i run a branding and design studio called electric and analog and um we create and reinvent brands and and i'd i'd had i'd had kind of two two reasons to want to do this the first one being um and I, I wear my heart on my sleeve, and this is not a sob mm-hmm. story in any way or form. But my my dad was a pretty abusive alcoholic growing up, and um, kind of grew up in the shadow of that. And you know, subsequently, yeah. I've I've never had a good relationship with alcohol myself. Mm-hmm. I was a I had a chip on my shoulder as a teenager growing up, as a you know, without it, without a without a father figure in the family, and um, you know, battled through that, and was always that guy that. You know, woke up in the morning, couldn't remember how I got home, and um, mm-hmm. you know, then realised I'd upset a few of my good friends or my brother and people that I really cared about, and it, it's uh, and it kind of followed me. You know, when I was um, when I moved when I moved back to the UK from South Africa, I was born in England but grew up in South Africa from the age of ten, and then um, and then moved back to London and did the London thing as a kind of mm-hmm. early twenty year old, and uh, yeah, just spent my twenties kind of 
working and drinking a lot and, and doing what yeah. you do when you're young and single and moving away from home, particularly living in a place like London where, where you know, going to the pub is a national sport that you do on a Monday morning, you know? <laughs> um, so, uh, yeah, probably had a little bit too much fun and, in, 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 you know, in my, in my 20s and then, you know, it, it kind of started tapering off a little bit the older I got and then um, I've, I turned 40 last year. I've, I've, got, a, I've got a young family, a beautiful wife Nikki and my my two children Frankie and Lex and um it just I I just felt like you know particularly growing up in the creative industry like there's a very big drinking culture like a lot of Mm. like a lot of industries you know and um lots of client lunches and you know bottomless bottles of wine and and all that kind of stuff and um yeah I just I just kind of had this thing in me where I was like I, I was avoiding social situations because I didn't want to have a drink because I guess I didn't really trust myself to go out and just have one or two drinks. Yeah. Um, and it just became pretty antisocial. So I went off the off the booze for two years um, when I met Nikki. Um, we, I was kind of, um, you know, just went into that and then realized two years into our relationship that we were, you know, she's not a big drink at all, that we were both kind of very antisocial. So starting easing yeah. back into it, but always felt like I was kind of on a knife edge, you know, like it could have gone either way when I was out with friends or, mm-hmm. um, and had a, had a couple of hiccups and stuff like that. And, and then got to a point when I just realized this is not how I want to kind of live my life. So, um, so I kind of sat in the idea for a little while and, and toyed with it and being a designer by trade, I, and, um, you know, I, I kind of played with a few brand names and, and, and tried to build some kind of brand look and feels and logos, if you like, and color palettes around what that looked like. And, um, you know, and it's, um, it's something I really wanted to do. And then I got to a point where I'd kind of put the idea out to some friends and my kind of in my friend network and some of them knew people who ran breweries and, and uh, were involved in the beer industry. And I had, um, I had, I I had meetings with three breweries um, that were kind of friends of friends and put together a bit of a pitch deck and, um, you know, presented on a big screen. And this is, and how do we do this? And, you know, I'd love to work with you and stuff like that. And was very politely kind of laughed out the door in a way. Um, yeah. You know, just, uh, yeah, that's kind of a cool idea, but, you know, it's not what we do. We don't think it's going to work. It's not really much of a market for it. Um, but just looking at the research, there was a market for it and there was a huge, um, you know, non-alcoholic beer has been around since the seventies. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's always been obviously the very, very distant and much smaller, younger cousin of, of normal beer, alcoholic beer. Um, and we did, we did a lot of research around it. Well, I did and just realized like it's never really been done properly, you know, and it's, um, it's one of those things where I think, well, I thought at the time there was kind of an opportunity to do something different that looked different and tasted different and kind of spoke different and had a different brand look and feel and all that kind of stuff. So, but, uh, but yeah, like I said, was just, um, I couldn't really find anybody that was kind of seeing it with me. So um, reached out to Andy. Andy worked for a pretty well-known craft beer company here in Sydney and we'd, we'd done a bit of work with them as a, as a branding studio and, and I just said, hey, let's um, let's go and have a beer. I've got an idea. I want to I want to run past you. So we met up at a pub and I kind of pitched it to him. And he immediately went, I'm in. I love it. I think this is a great yeah, idea. At that point, we didn't really have a name. Well, we'd had like we'd by that point we'd had about four or five names um, of the beer. So I kind of pitched it to him, and he admittedly said it needs a bit of work, which I knew he was right about. <laughs> um, so we kind of let the dust settle on that, and then uh, you know. A, a, a little a, sh- a short time later we kind of met up again and he'd had some further thoughts on it and um and he said look obviously we need a brewer and, and him and ben had worked together um for a long time at a at a at a at, a, at the, that, the beer company and 
Um, so we called Ben in and Ben came and met with us and, and he's, uh, you know, he's, he's the best part of a decade has been the, you know, a, a senior role from, you know, production manager through to kind of head brewer to uh, at some of Sydney's like best known and best loved craft beer companies. Um, so clearly knows his trade really well. And it was kind of a, yeah. I guess, a, a piece of the puzzle that was missing with, with just Andy and I. Um, was he the um, from an art? He was Four Pines. Was he the uh, the man behind Four Pines? Or uh, he, that, yeah, he was. He, yeah. he was. He was a brewer at Four Pines, or he was in production at Four yeah. Pines. He was a head brewer at um, at Young Henry's. He'd he'd worked at Grifter as well, um, which wow. are all you know all incredible. You know, beer, yeah, beer. that's what I was thinking. Yeah, Four Pines is just absolutely sensational. So yeah. I was like, when I read that, I was like, okay, you've got some. You got some strong skill sets in the team, then. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I think you know, like even even today, like you know, Ben Benny will go and taste, you know, um, you know, our beer on the production line, and his his palate is so educated. You know, he picks up little yeah. subtleties that you know most people wouldn't, myself included. You know, and he and then he yeah. he tweaks the recipes, and it's um he, he's real he's a real artisan of what he does. You know, and it's uh, it was um it was great to have him kind of be interested in what we we're doing. So um you know, but but obviously he'd never done non-alcoholic beer before. So. Yeah. So um, we kind of, we incorporated the business and, um, you know, all kind of worked out of our kitchen table. This was kind of um, the end of, end of 2019 and, um, you know, just before COVID was, was even yeah. a thing. And we had all these grand plans and ideas and, and, and um, you know, it was all going really well. We did, Benny, we, we initially kind of homebrewed. Um, so Benny had kind of a, you know, 20 liter homebrew set up in his kitchen at home and we, mm-hmm. we went through about five or six of those before we got it really really kind of tasting like it was acceptable and um and then we teamed up with a a contract brewer in melbourne that's uh today is our is our brew partner um and oh, we did cool. our first production run and, and it was it was it was really interesting we put them in blank silver cans Mm-hmm. And um, they all got delivered to my house, and my wife and my children and I spent a weekend putting stickers on twelve hundred cans, <laughs> and um, and we put them in these brown paper bags, and we we wrote the names of all of you know Benny and Andy and I and um, all of our friends and family on them, and we delivered them and, and just said, hey, give us some honest feedback, and the feedback was yep. just overwhelmingly positive, you know. Um, <clears throat> around this point, well, just before this, um, we we kind of approached Jordy. Um, I'd, I'd I'd known that he was, um, you know, he was he kind of quit booze because he's mm-hmm. he's been runner up to being the world champion um, uh, for surfing twice now, and I think he was looking for a competitive edge, and um, you know, was was kind of exploring a life of sobriety and really focusing on yep. on his training and stuff like that. So, kind of ran it past him, and he was just like, "I'm in. Like, what do I have to do?" So we kind of figured out that and what his role would be and how he would kind of add value and. And then the four of us were kind of we're off to the races, really. So it was, um, yeah, lots lots of blank silver cans that we sent to friends and family that just said, "Hey, this tastes amazing and really good," and love the sticker on the front and all that kind of stuff. And then, so we went, okay, well let's let's kind of escalate it a little bit, and we started sending to some pretty well known venues like the Maryvale <laughs> Group, um, run by Justin Hems, and um, you know some some like Foresters, um, you know some some classic kind of pubs and restaurants and bottle shops that we'd, we'd all kind of known through, you know, just the neighborhoods where we lived and our friends and our networks and our families and stuff like that. And um, again, the feedback was just like, this is great. Like where, how do we buy this? So, yeah. Um, and then we started doing some blind taste tests with some pretty educated sommeliers and head chefs and things like that. And, and not telling them that it was non-alcoholic and, um, 
you know, they were like, oh, great. And they would, they would, they'd have a sip and they'd name kind of the flavor profiles and the citrusy and this and that and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then we said, what ABV do you think? And it was, it was always between three <laughs> and five percent. They were like, oh, it's probably like a mid strength, like a three and a half, maybe like mm. a four and a half or a five percent. And then we were like, it's non-alcoholic. And you literally saw jaws hit the floor and people going, no way, like it's impossible. And we're like, yeah, it is. So, <laughs> um, so that was kind of, you know, for us just kind of looking at each other going, hang on a minute, like this is, um, this is something so so yeah we kind of we kind of went all in um um you know benny benny quit his job and uh came in full-time i i split my time wow. in the two still andy's full-time as well um and and jordy um obviously you know being a professional athlete is is kind of repping the brand all the time yep. but, but travels a lot um which which is great for us because he's just spreading the word and, and getting the brand out there and stuff and um yeah i think the um mate stop me if you th- I, I, I tend to ramble so stop me if mate, you, uh, honestly like this is so good because normally i ask questions but <laughs> the, you're you're just mate, you can take the day off go, I, go make yourself a cup of tea i'll just talk into this the is, mic this is fantastic i always think if if i learn from a podcast then I, <laughs> i'd hope that everyone listening learns from it as well but i just think you've summarized a startup journey like it's <laughs> i always find it when when i speak to guests it everything always seems like a simple process <laughs> and yeah, when people is. explain <laughs> it never is but when people explain their history of how they've cr- created something i always go oh that was really so easy where did i go wrong with my side hustles but i've i understand that you just said it took several goes at the home brewing before you got something I'm sure there was weeks of weeks and someone was like pulling the hair out going, oh, what is it that I just need to change? And mm, But mm. you summarize it. So like it was like, oh, we just did a little tweak and then we went to a, a manufacturer and then the cans arrived. And That's just, even sales. just, that's just the... sales talk, mate. There was heaps of hurdles <laughs> in between that that yeah. I haven't mentioned. <laughs> and that's what I find hilarious when all these big brands and small brands talk about their, their past, which I, I absolutely love. Uh, so... Anyone who's listening, take take this the positives with a pinch of salt because there's a lot of um, hurdles which we'll talk uh, oh, along absolutely. the way. But you are not rambling because this is a fantastic okay. overview. Okay. So yeah, pl- please please carry on, Pete. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> um, so so yeah, so we yeah, I mean there there were there were tons of hurdles and we can we can mm. touch on those now or, or after. It's completely up to you. Um, oh, let's let's touch on them now because, like you say, there's. And we've got to the point in the story where people are quitting their jobs, which I think is another touch point that I'd love mm. to uh, touch on because that's scary in itself. And and mm. it's great that people believed in what you, like your team around you went, well, there's something big here because <laughs> you're, you're still playing in that niche of do people actually want non-alcoholic beer and mm. It's it's interesting. I did a post, I think it was about two, two and a half years ago, where I actually bought a bottle of Seedlip. And yeah. I yeah, I was just like, oh, I'm gonna give it a go because I and I think I was I was like a lot of the majority of the country where I hate hangovers. Mm. Like I I I've I've got a daughter, like you said, you just said off a line you've you've got a five year old and a three year old, I believe, and mm, yep. a dog. I've yep. got two dogs and a, a four year old. <laughs> so we got th- we got three kids each. We've, we've got a busy household. And <laughs> yep. um it got to a point where you'd have a few drinks Friday. Saturday I'd wake up and I'd be like, Oh, like and 
I wasn't performing. And yeah. I was like, what a waste. What an sure. absolute waste of yeah. my time. And I didn't gain anything from it. Like, it's it's all 100%. well and good at the night. And you kind of go, you know what? I have actually want to do more with my time than be watching some crap on Netflix. Exactly, and yeah. That, that, I'd say my non-alcoholic journey started two and a half years ago, maybe three years ago. And you touched on a fantastic point where you realized alcohol played a, a role in your life that uh, then became a negative. And yeah. I, like my brother um, has been, I think he's now two years uh, sober. And I've seen, and I've seen that where you go, Oh, just look what you're doing. But, mm-hmm. and he came to stay with us in Australia for um, well during COVID, so it didn't last long um, yeah, well. because he was like, "I'm getting out of here." And, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. And what was great is we sampled every non-alcoholic beer <laughs> on the market, <laughs> and oh my god, there's some dodgy ones, and that's why I love your brand because it, it actually tastes like you're drinking a, a, a beer, and I think that's what people. I'd say a lot of the majority, and please chip in if I'm getting this wrong, but a, a majority of people want a beer, but they don't want the aftermaths of the hangover and the repercussions of a beer that come with it. And yeah. what you're doing is tapping into a market that is just going to grow and grow and grow. So I'd, I'd like to ask you that question to go, are you seeing just from the reviews, the the feedback that you get in, the, the, the amount of people that are now buying your beer, whether that's distributors, um, bars, where are you seeing that market? And am I, am I right in saying that it is growing? And what are you seeing as a consumer? Who is the consumer that you're tapping into? Yeah, for sure. Um, it's There's so many ways that this answer can go, and I'll give you all of mm. them because it's, it's really interesting. Um, Look, I, when when we were kind of early days, we obviously looked at the stats and there was a huge percentage of young Australians that were abstaining from alcohol, um, you know, the whole mindfulness movement. I feel like that mm. term's pretty oversaturated at the moment, but it's still relevant to what we do. Yep. Um, and, um, you know, I think just looking historically at how we've all been brought up, like our generation, like I'm 40, even, you know, obviously the generations we've um, you know, ahead of me, but even, mm-hmm. even a, a few generations behind me, like there was that, you know, like getting, getting drunk, like having, having a beer was a rite of passage as a 18 yep. year old, even as a 16 year old or a 21 year old or whatever, whatever that age group that your family deemed it acceptable, you know? And I mm-hmm. think, um, you know, probably fair to say we've all grown up like as kids, like watching mom and dad have a glass of wine with a meal or mm-hmm. like have a beer on a Friday or after a long week at work. And, and I think that, kind of behavior is ingrained into us as kids and it's it's all you really know and and i think i think as you know we're we're, i I feel like we're in a really exciting time in the world at the moment you know there's like the meat-free movement is exploding at the moment like there's um you know cannabis being legalized like the (laughs) non-alcoholic thing like it's i mean if I told my grandparents 10 years ago, they would have laughed up. They would have, they would have just gone, it's, so it's, true. it's never going to work. It's just ridiculous, <laughs> yep. you know? Um, so I think there's certainly a lot of kind of awareness in terms of, you know, self-awareness in terms of what people put into their body. And, um, you know, I think the the, the, the the talk around mental health of of the last few years is really helpful as well. Um, yeah. 
but realistically, the category, the non-alcoholic category is still very much in its infancy stages. I'm a huge, huge fan of Seedlip. Um, I've, I've, uh, I've chatted briefly with, with the founder, Ben Branson, on LinkedIn, just to say what a fan I was, you know, a couple of years ago. And um, I've met the, uh, the GM here in Australia. And I think what those guys are doing is great. And it, it really does push the category forward. And, you know, mm. we, we've got competitors as well, like Sober, for example. They're another non-alcoholic Australian beer. And they've been around a lot longer than we have. And, and they've yeah. done, you know, a lot, of, a lot of the groundwork. And they've, they've kind of, um, you know, I guess set up a lot, you know, a lot of proof of concept for, for us to see that, you know, it does work. And I think their product is very different to ours. And I think, you know, their branding is very different to ours. And I think um, as the category grows, you know, it's still, it's still, it's still a kind of a curiosity. Like, you know, I said this to somebody the other day, I, I work in, I work in brand. I sit behind a computer on my ass all day, right? I, I don't really get out, yeah. on the, out in the front line very much, but we did, um, we did an event recently and, you know, we were, we kind of manned the stand, the heaps normal stand that we had for the day. And there was, you know, people were coming up to us and, and having a chat and, and it was interesting because there was, I recognize it was like kind of, well, at least in my observation, there was, there was three types of people that I would say, you know, like someone would walk past and I'd be like, Hey, would you mm-hmm. like to try a can of heaps normal, non-alcoholic beer? And, and there was like the, probably without stereotyping the kind of older generation of men that would be like, Oh, it's ridiculous. <laughs> like, you know, I'm not such a, yeah, exactly. Shit. Yeah. Uh, what do you think? Yeah. It's never going to work. Yeah. And it's like, give me a proper beer. Yeah, mate. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That. Go and have a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Was that you? It might've been you. Actually, actually. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I do look like a middle-aged bloke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, that was me uh, causing shit on your stand. Yeah. Exactly, uh, yeah, yeah. Sorry. That's right. <laughs> um, so that, so that, that's very much there still which is fine because we can't like I, I feel like no if you try and be everything to everybody you're going to be you're going to be nothing mm-hmm. to everyone right so so yeah. that's cool like and, and and that's totally fine and then there was people who um and, and admittedly like kind of a, a minority of people that would be like oh i know i've heard about heaps normal i follow you guys on instagram and you know you're in our local pub and me and all my friends love what you're doing we drink your beers and and and, that, and that's great because they're like kind of mm-hmm. early adopter fans of, of what we're doing which is really lovely to hear and flattering and exciting and then there was like a third type of person that would come up and go like hey guys like i don't really understand it i've noticed yeah. that the category is kind of exploding i'm seeing all these non-arc options like why like help me understand this i'm so so what i always say is like instead of going out and having eight beers probably getting in a fight on the way home probably losing your keys <laughs> smashing your phone yeah. and missing work yeah. the next day you know you could probably go out and have like four normal beers and then four heaps normal beers and then you'll probably be all right to go to work the next day and you see the light bulb yeah. go off in their mind in their in their head in their eyes as they, as they hear that and then they'd buy a four pack over the counter there and then and then within a week, that person would DM us on Instagram going, guys, I met you at that event. And, oh, my God, I love what you do. And it's, like, changed my whole outlook and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> so so that for us is the really exciting bit. And we've done, like, you know, we do, like, little markets here and there, like, around Sydney and stuff just to kind of do that. Not, not you know, purely from a brand awareness and just to get feedback. It's You know, those things are never really a, oh, a money no, thing. For us, but, and it's, it's funny that you should say that because I think more brands should do that because you get – the most brutal, honest feedback. I, I do a couple of farmers markets a month. Amazing. It's fantastic to hear, like you just get anyone coming up to you and giving your true, the true opinion. And totally. what I like is you get, you get insights, you get knowledge and you get real feedback instead of paying a 
an agency yeah. 10 to 20 grand to to do tell a, you what they focus want group you, or, or yeah survey. correct <laughs> yeah which they're like oh fuck this it's like they're paying me i can say what i want and it's yeah. like where yeah true farmers markets and i so i yeah go off skate off a pathway here because i always go so many brands should do that and i always also think i had an idea where account managers or even sales reps they should have to spend two weeks at a farmer's market to actually Mm. learn how to sell and i think if you can sell a a product at a market you should be able to sell in the corporate world because it's a lot easier. Oh, <laughs> totally. Totally. You and I being English, my, you'll, you'll know what I'm talking about. I don't, I, don't know if, I don't know how many of your listeners will, but my mind goes back to Del Boy, you know, and only fools and horses standing, you know, <laughs> yeah. standing in the corner shop with a suitcase open trying to flog something. It's that, but, but it's, it's not that. It's like it's, it's just literally trying to understand and get feedback and, yeah. and, and really get – and and I'm a – uh, you know, I've got to I've got to call these guys out because I'm a huge fan of their business. But Innocent Drinks in the UK, um, ah, yep, yep. You know, they they did it so well. And one of my fondest memories of them I read in in their book a few years ago is they, I think it was in, I was going to say Clapham Common, but it was it was somewhere like Parsons Green or somewhere around kind of southwest London where they they did a music festival like a little kind of you know Sunday in the Park thing, and mm-hmm. and they were all working their day jobs and they they were hand making smoothies with fruit in a in a blender at this thing mm-hmm. and they they called it Innocent Drinks and they you know it was still very much a side hustle and they had two bins, um and they they you know they'd make a smoothie and they give it they give it to their customer and then the one bin said. Um, something along the lines of and i'm not going to do it justice but you know if you think we should quit our day jobs and yeah. do this full time put your empties in this bin and if you think we should go back to work and never do this again put it in, in in the other bin and by the end of the day like you know the bin saying you know quit your day job and do this full time was was completely full and that was like all right we're, we're onto something you know and i think oh, that's what a, and look how big they they yeah. grew to but and i think coke bought them out they did yeah i believe they did yeah. It just, I remember I had, and yeah, it's probably going back to the UK where Innocent you do you beat a Boots meal deal or Marks mm. and Spencer's mm. lunchtime deal, and you'd always smash an Innocent smoothie in, <laughs> into totally. the deal. And yeah, yeah, it's and they they learned from the ground, didn't they? They did. They yeah. learned yeah, from a, a farmers market slash music festival. Yeah, um, and, and I, yeah, I think that's so important. And I think you know we're we're. Like I mean, we're we're really really early days in this business. Like I said, we were we were kind of like eighteen months, nearly two years in development. Well, just in kind of from idea stage before we we launched in July. Um, you know, we're 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 the best part of what is it like nine nine months old at the moment. But um, incredible. We're in, yeah. I mean, we're in about six hundred venues around Australia. We're getting. Um, we're getting we're getting kind of knocks on the door daily of new customers and and mm. you know groups and chains and independents and um and and it's 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 really interesting because sometimes we'll go in and we'll kind of take some samples into a venue and and sometimes the venue's like nah it's not going to work here like it's not yep. our thing and sometimes they're like we we can't ask for more of this like we've been waiting for you guys to come in you know we've uh we've we've been wanting this so badly so many people have been talking about it i mean i i, I flew in I, I live in sydney i literally flew in from melbourne last night pretty late and it was um <clears throat> had like the craziest experience we went to a, a pub called goldie's um in collingwood which is such a great little pub and, yeah okay and they're a customer of ours and we um we went to the 
the table uh, we, we sat down the table and um you know there was the th- three of us as co-founders and then Maddo, who's a, a marketing manager and an absolute legend and um i said oh, i'll go get some drinks and i went up to the bar and i ordered i ordered i think someone had a glass of wine or a beer and and i ordered i ordered three heaps i ordered a glass of wine and then i ordered three heaps normal and the lady behind the bar she put them on she put the cans on the counter and obviously didn't know mm-hmm. that i was from heaps normal and she said, as she went down, she went, oh, I love these guys at Heaps Normal. They do such cool <laughs> stuff. And like, and uh, she said, everyone's coming and buying this. We can't, we can't get enough of this stuff, like this stuff and quick enough. And I was like, oh, that's so cool to hear, you know. And then like, and she didn't think anything of it. And then I paid on my card. And then I said, oh, can I get a receipt, please? I need a, I need a receipt. And she went, oh, I've already put it through. But she's like, I can email it to you. And I was like, and Maddo was standing next to me. And he looked at me and I was like, oh, God, I'm going to have to like. So, um, so she's like, what's the email address? So I was like, you know, PB. And then, and I was like, she goes, puts it in. And, she, and then I said, at heapsnormal.com. And she looked up and she was like, what? And I'm like, and I just smiled. She's like, and she lost it. She's like, oh my God, I love this. Like, she like called the other girls around the bar. She's like, guys, guys, these are the Heaps Normal boys. And they're like, what? Like, no way. Like, just freaking out. And, you know, you feel like a rock star when that happens. And it's, um, it, it's so flattering because. That's but, fantastic. But, you know, like I said earlier, sitting behind a computer all day, you don't, get that and it's when you get out onto the kind of the front line so to speak and just start yeah. talking to people you get these amazing stories you know um ah oh, no I, I i completely hear what you're saying there because i um i sell dog cookies um amazing. and i'm growing i'm growing a small business that's um I, i'm now in 200 stores and it's human grade awesome. dog cookies and um what wow. i try and do is does if i get a few online orders that are in like a 10 or 15k or even 20k radius i always yeah. go oh, sack it i'll get in the car and deliver it myself so powerful uh, so isn't that, it yeah so that they get it literally some and the funny one is a couple of months ago some lady put an order in at like 10 o'clock on a sunday yeah. and got in the car i had my daughter and i was like oh i'll just drive so i got <laughs> in the car drove drove to this um apartment block put a high vis jacket on and rang the doorbell and this lady was like hello and i was like oh hi um you've got a doggy delicious order and she was like i only put that in like it was literally like 45 minutes that's amazing and she goes i love that what the hell and she came down she came down from her apartment and there's me in my high-vis jacket and love it she goes what what is this business i went oh we just do express deliveries on a sunday no she went, way she goes, this is incredible. She goes, <laughs> love the brand. And she goes, and with this service, she goes, this is incredible. And I was like, oh, no, we're left it. And she was like, oh, she just thought she spoke to like a random bloke who yeah. delivers parcels yeah. on a Sunday. And I, I was like, this is great. Like she she didn't have a clue that I I love the brand. I am the brand. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I can see what you feel when someone's just like shouting absolute positive vibes at you. And yeah. You're like, Oh yeah, <laughs> it's it's so funny you say that because we we do a similar thing like we you know the, the like the business has grown quite rapidly but we all we all have um you know Andy Andy lives in Canberra Benny's in Marrickville um you know kind of um western part of Sydney and I'm I'm on the northern beaches in in Seaforth near Manly and um mm. you know we've so we're all kind of we're kind of a little bit dispersed but we've all there's customers around here that we kind of know that are our local restaurants bottle shops so we always make sure we have cases on hand like at our, at our house so yeah you know if an email comes through an order comes through we do the exact same thing we, we're there and we're there in half an hour and they're just like what like Perfect. what do you mean you know it's like <laughs> yeah. and, and I think you know if you look at it from a customer point of view like 
if I like, I mean, that lady must have been over the moon. Like, if I had that happen to me, I'd be like, right, that's it. I'm never ordering from anyone else ever again. These are my these are oh, my people. You know? And and that's true. She's ordered three times. Yeah, and, and like, yeah, she did that, like um. And she's probably told Instagram. ten of her friends about you as well. You know, correct? Yeah, because it's it's funny because. I should have something on the website say, yeah, how did you hear about or which which dog recommended yeah, yeah. Uh, this product in the park kind of thing. <laughs> and uh, it's, yeah, so it's it's going that one step, which I always love speaking to. And I'm going to say small new businesses, but yeah. you guys are exploding. So you're probably um, not so small anymore um, because it's these extra little steps that I think are so important that, I think your average Joe who who thinks about starting a business kind of goes, oh, well, I can't be asked. There's a new episode of Netflix, mm. a new series on Netflix that I want to watch, mm. and you kind of go, you can't. You have to get in a car and either deliver stuff, you exactly. have to pack stuff, and like you say, your your family were labeling over a thousand bottles. Yeah, right? it it takes something uh, special to do that. For me, for me, I think that comes down to to purpose and it sounds it's excuse me saying it sounds so wank but mm. and 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 i for a long time i um i didn't really understand what that meant like you know i've i'd, I'd heard about like simon sinek's book start with why and i was like yeah, yeah. i like, kind of get it and but i didn't really get it and then i had i had pretty bad burnout a few years back and and it kind of mm. really just made me look in the mirror and realize like why like think like why am i doing what i do like why do i you know what I like I love creating brands why do I do that yeah. and for me that was like you know I'd lost my dad to suicide pretty young if mm. I can go in and reinvent a brand and change the you know the trajectory of how that person feels about their business or that CMO if it's a bigger business whatever it might be like that's yeah. my why and my purpose and and that's so strong and heaps normal as well you know like it's um I think growing up with alcoholism um mm-hmm. and and realizing what it can do to a, like alcohol can do to a family. It's um, it's a huge. I, I I said something the other day and and they laugh, but it's true. Like Monday Monday is my favorite day of the week. Like I used to when I was an employee, like I used to live for the weekends. I'd hate going to work yep. on a Monday. I was like, fuck, I can't be bothered. Um, but now it's like you know, if there's a if there's a bank holiday, I'm like, oh, you know, I don't want it to be a holiday. I want to work. Like this because because you just love it. <laughs> That's you know? fantastic. That is yeah, that is um, fantastic. Yeah, it's re- it's really important, and I think you you clearly have the same thing, you know. Like it's um, it's it's, it's true that you say that, yeah. Because I um, one of the biggest reasons why I left the UK to Australia was to break away from that kind of your typical UK scene, which was in a pub Friday nights, <laughs> Friday nights meet, and, and it's funny because I I remember the last few weeks of before I left to australia and i had a job where i just went is this is this it is this mm. is this what life is about like people work monday to friday and i used to drive down the m56 in manchester with my window down radio up literally screaming oh because i was so excited to get to the pub yeah. to meet the lads yeah to drink to to then have the ten beers, to then have stop a at few the kebab laughs, shop on the way stop, home, <laughs> smash a kebab, wake up, 
And then the family are like, right, it's time to go and watch. Like, I'm a Man City fan. You'd, you'd go to the football. Oh, I'm, a, I'm a United fan. I think we're going to oh, fall out, mate. Say, yeah, <laughs> so it's, it's a shame. It's a shame. But I, I, yeah, <laughs> I'm living the glory these days. So you're not, you are, you're not having this moment. I'm right and, behind um, you. <laughs> and it's true. I live for Saturdays for 3 p.m. Yeah. And then got home and then someone would send a text message and you'd be like, right, back out again. And yeah. I'd dread. I would dread Sundays mm. because I knew Monday was the next day and I'd be like, oh, it's all over. And there was a line in the sand where I literally was having a beer on a Friday night. And I went, nah, um, I need change. Yeah. And that literally a Friday night, I, I left the pub and went home and booked a one-way flight to Australia. Really? Like, yeah. And, and that it was that. And I would say, I wouldn't say it was alcohol because I've never been, like. but it was the routine and the lack of purpose to go, yeah. is this, is this what it is? And like, and listening to me, you kind of go like, I've, I've loved it here, but you kind of go, I had to leave my family uh, back in the UK to, to start something different and it's been absolutely fantastic. But yeah, it's, it's interesting that you touch on kind of your purpose, the why and breaking that mold. But I just think it would be so interesting to understand your customer. And if you, how many families you've touched in a positive light, how many, cause I'm sure there'll be someone who gets a can of heaps normal and goes, I can move to this mm. and actually be a positive role model now for my family instead of being that hungover dad on a Saturday or kind of that that aggressive kind of bloke on a Friday night Mm. that is trying to escape something and I was all of those all of the above for a long time you know it's um, oh it's interesting it's and like I I love a beer mm. but I don't I don't enjoy me after several beers because yeah the the Stella uh Stella bloke comes out and it's like you go, nah, I'm, I'd, I'd rather hang, I'd rather go to the swimming pool with my daughter and yeah, enjoy sure. that moment. And I think what you're doing is just so powerful. And I, it, and this is why I wanted to get you on the show because not only is it a great product, but it's a product that can change so many families' lives as well. And that, yeah, it's incredible. That's, um, thank you, mate. Really appreciate you saying that. Um, it's, yeah, it's it's a funny one because I think you know what what we what we say as a brand. I mean, the the you know one of the main reasons it's it's we call it heaps normal is is you know my normal and your normal might be completely different, mm. and that's okay. Like I'm, we're, we're we're never you know we're a non-alcoholic beer. We'll always be a non-alcoholic beer company. We we have no plans of ever making a, an alcoholic skew in our range. Just not part of yeah. our, who we are. But at the same time, we're not. We're not preaching sobriety. We're not saying alcohol is a devil. We're not saying we don't want you in our tribe if you do enjoy a drink. Yep. What we actually say the opposite, and we say we make we make beer for people who enjoy a beer. And um, I think you touched on it earlier because we've the the amount of people you know it's we're getting a little bit of more brand awareness now, but like particularly in the very early days when people go, oh that's cute, you got a non-alcoholic beer company, you know I don't really understand it, I don't get it, and then mm-hmm. they'll crack a can of ice cold heaps normal and they'll taste it and they go what and they go it tastes like a beer and you're like what the hell and you're like yeah that's what we've been trying to say you know, um <laughs> and and it's not it's like I said it's not preaching sobriety it's you know you do you 
but you know there's always this option and, and like I said earlier about going out and and mixing it up and and we've had we've had such a great response to that because I think if you try and if you try and if you try and change culture by preaching to people about how bad something is for you yeah people don't want to hear that shit you know what I mean they're just yeah. not interested Correct. so so we we've taken kind of the opposite stance and being like hey like you know yep do your thing, but if you you know if you want, we're kind of here, and this is this is where we're kind of positioning ourselves in the market. And I mean, the feedback we were like we're, we're you know we 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 didn't know how the industry was going to react to this, and it's been so positive. Like we're we're behind the bar at, at companies like Grifter and Capital Brewing mm. that don't have a non-alcoholic beer option of their own, and they love what we're doing and they love our brand, what we stand for. That they put our drink behind their bar. There's no other brands in those bars that they only exclusively stock their own um, yeah. and us. And it's just kind of testament to, to what we're doing and, and how we're kind of fitting in. And I, I think, I think you asked this question a little while ago and I don't think I answered it because I ramble, but um, we, uh, you know, you are, you were asking about the demographic and it, it, yeah. it's so, it's so interesting because we've had so many incredible stories of, um, you know, things that we like demographic of people and, reactions and things that we never saw coming so for example we went to we did a road trip to canberra recently to go and see some of our bottle shops and pubs and customers <laughs> up there down there uh my geography is horrendous by the way so if i say up or down oh, it's the same thing yeah, I, i'd have just agreed because i wouldn't have had yeah. a clue either <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. so, if, if so it's one of them when someone goes oh i just need uh, uh, to go southeast yeah I'd yeah yeah like, I'd be like, fuck me. As like, Get the compass like, out. I don't, I don't even know how to use a compass. So I'd be, I'm, just give me Google yeah, Maps. Yeah, that's me. You're not going to get on. We're going to get on just fine, you know. Uh, it's funny. Um, but um, so we went We went to this bottle shop and we were chatting and the guy said, oh, you know, he's, he'd had it in for a few weeks and it was selling well. And, and I said to him, you know, what's the kind of, what kind of people are buying this? Like just out of interest. And expecting that it was, you know, predominantly a male skew like kind of millennial mm -hmm. approach like kind of you know we, we, we always say we, we kind of cater to what we call athletes artists and entrepreneurs through the lens of like nikes you know everybody's an athlete you know like that kind yep. of that kind of approach so you know startup founders creatives musicians artists um you know athletes being people that get up and go to the gym in the morning or do yoga or go for a surf or a run after work whatever it might be um yep. and and you know and it's kind of like you and me like you know young young family like you know doing our own gigs or got a, got a job that we you know we, we've got to be kind of present for and stuff like that and anyway I asked this bottle shop owner and he said yeah pretty much that and he said but the other day something weird happened he said this old man came in and it's like kind of late 80s and he kind of stumbled in and he said oh you know sorry to bother you is there any such thing as a non-alcoholic beer because I've just come back from the doctor and he said if I don't stop drinking alcohol I'm going to die and he said I'm not wow. ready to die but he goes, my mates and I, you know, the, all their wives had passed away sometime before, sometime before that. And he said, we go, we go to the pub at four o'clock every day and we just drink mm -hmm. beer and talk shit. And then we go home at seven o'clock and have dinner and we go to bed. Yep. And he goes, no, I can't do that anymore. And I feel like my life's over. Like that was his church, you know, that was his thing. Yeah. It was all yeah. He, he woke up in the morning and he just couldn't wait for four o'clock. He just, mm. you know, walked down to the pub and have a beer with the boys. And he went, the, the, the bottle shop owner said, yep, he goes, these guys just, we just started working with them. We just started stocking them. They called Heaps Normal and he gave them, a, sold them a four pack and and off he went. And he came back the next day and he said, this has changed my life. He said, wow. he took a case there and then he'd already gone to his, his local pub and he'd got them to place an order. All of his mates were in the same boat. They're all ordering it as well. So 
we didn't see that coming because we were like, there's no, like it just wasn't part of the plan originally. So to hear stories like that was incredible. So that was one. Then, we, then, yeah. then we got hit up by um, someone on Instagram who said, hey, guys, just want you to know, I just experienced something really weird. I'm standing at this pub in Freshy, um, in Freshwater, here in this, near where I live, and, um, and I don't know who this person is. And he said, I was standing at the bar. I was kind of just observed this pregnant lady come over, um, and she kind of looked over and obviously had a bit of FOMO, you know, was with a, with a you know, group of, like, you know, husband or partner and, and friends, another, a couple of mm. other couples. And, and they were all drinking beers and she kind of looked over the bar and she goes, oh, have you got any um, – and the guy went, hey, try heaps normal. And she said, oh, you got heaps normal, amazing. And and it was like the most normal thing where he just went, you know, rung it through the awesome. till, cracked it open, gave it to her. She went, thanks, walked away. And the dude who who sat there on the bar stool just was like, what just happened? Like, you know, even like 12 months ago, someone else would not have beer, they would be like, what are you talking about? Like, no, or, or they might have one of the bigger, you know, the bigger imports or something like that that's kind of, you know, quite old school. So that was a thing yeah. where we were like, wow, that's really cool. And then – you know, at this around the same time, got hit up on on um, you know email through our website and and Instagram DMs of pregnant women who just love what we're doing. Like I had no idea that pregnant women enjoy beer, but they can't drink it because they're pregnant. So having a non Again, yeah, that, yeah, that's so, a category that you just don't think about. Totally, you? but yes, yeah, someone has to give up for nine months. And exactly. Yeah, so and, and they didn't long with cheese. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And they, but they didn't want to like not go to the pub on the Saturday with mm. them because that's what they do with their friends, and they, they didn't want to give that up. So that was like a wow, that's amazing. And then another thing happened where um, one of the one of the bottle shops that we work with, we went to go, you know, just check on them, see how it was going, and and what the manager said, oh, the weirdest thing happened the other day. He said these three young dudes came in like she said like you know early 20s and they were standing there kind of like you know looking at the beer fridge choosing like talking about which one to go with and and she said they saw the heaps normal and they kind of they, they all all three of them leant in and they grabbed a four pack each and her immediate reaction in her mind she went oh they've fallen for the branding they really like the, the the look of the can mm. they probably don't know it's not alcoholic so they put it on the counter they got their wallets out to pay and she went hey boys just to let you know um, got, you know, got, got a call out. This is a non-alcoholic beer, and they went, "Yeah, we know." They said, "We we um we're landscape gardeners. We've got we got to work at eight. We're going to house party tonight. We want to get up and go for a surf in the morning before work. So, and we love heaps normal." And she was like, "What? Like, didn't see that yeah, coming at all." Fantastic. So, there's all these little things that are happening, and and these are just the things that we're hearing about. So, I'm I'm you know I'm sure there's things that we don't even hear about that happen like that. That's just really nice, and it's really cool because it really makes you, you know realize that people are buying into what we're doing and i think um you know i think covid really worked in our favor as as strange as it is to say considering how bad it's been yeah. for so many people around yeah. the world but um you know the first wave of lockdowns people kind of went hard and and, and drank and cleaned out bottle shops and i think mm -hmm. the second wave there, uh, there's a lot more self-awareness about alcohol consumption so that's really worked in our favor um and yeah, it's just it's just incredible. Like, yeah, just to to add to that, that you're you're learning a whole world that has not had that choice before. Kind of like like I say, it's only you're brand new. The whole category is technically brand new as well. And it was either you could either have a beer, you could either have your Stella, Fosters, Heineken, oh God, whatever, karate juice. Literally, you know, <laughs> yeah. or you you could drink Coke and Sprite. That that's your choice. And no one no one wants to go to a house party and drink 
coke all night. Like, well, that's the thing, and the, and there's you know there's that awkwardness as well. You know, like when I you know before we started this, when I when I didn't want to drink and I had to when I was obliged mm. to go out to an, to an event, and I was holding a soft drink, there was that quite, oh why are you holding a soft drink? Oh you must be an alcoholic. Oh you must be sick. Oh if you're a girl, like you must be pregnant. You know, it's like yeah, there's yeah. all that weirdness around it, which is just like you don't you don't really want to talk about that when you go out. You know what I mean? Like you don't want to say I oh, just don't want to have a drink because then you're like categorized as a bit of a wuss or you're a weirdo or Correct. what's wrong yeah, with that's you, it. you know, it's like, like that. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like, oh, come on, mate. You get a, get a beer down your Yeah, exactly, like, exactly. Yeah, it's like, fuck off, Trevor. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell, Barry. And he's always a dick. He's always, yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's um, always trying to get away from his problems with his yeah. wife and it's like, totally. Trevor, just sort your, sort your home life out. It's like, exactly, yeah. I've got a lovely morning planned and exactly. you're not ruining it. Yeah, that's it's it, it's so interesting. Yeah, it's been so that's kind of that's kind of where we've been going I, and it's um yeah. Fantastic. I think because I like even just off this kind of category itself and you touched on it at the very start of the podcast like the world is a changing place and I am excited like I always think if my daughter when my daughter turns 18 what will the world look oh, like exactly. when like that's 14 years time and I, I so go much as well. and most people go oh it's going to be a scary place it's like well no nah, it's going to be a fucking exciting oh, place wait, because yeah. <laughs> just just for, in the last two years how people's mentalities and just open hopefully people have opened their minds like you look at what's going on with um race equality like mm, mm. Pe- people are talking more about it which is great and people are realizing hold on a minute yeah fuck i i am privileged mm, and mm. yeah i should probably understand that and you look at people now going actually i don't want to get drunk at the weekend because there's bigger things to do with my life and and you said it mindfulness like more people are becoming aware to go actually i want to be more happier and i want to like no one's happy all the time. Like I mm. think there's a there's a if everyone thinks you, everyone walks around happy, like yeah. there's ups and downs and everything. But it's things are changing. Like oh, yeah, like more, and the world is changing. Like I just look at it. Remember when people used to be smoking on a nightclub dance floor? And oh man, we were talking about this they, last <laughs> night on the plane on the way flying back. We're like, remember when oh, you could smoke in an airplane like that? Was smoke crazy. on a plane, yeah. And and people people were like, oh, the bar industry is gonna gonna die. Mm, it's gonna mm. die a death if people can't smoke. And now look at it. People go, actually, non-alcoholic options are increasing, and no one's worried. It's, yeah. You've got For you've sure. got Brunswick Aces in Melbourne who yeah. have just opened up a non-alcoholic bar. Yeah, we're, <laughs> like, we're, doing, we're doing some stuff for those guys. Actually, they're, they're great. It's incredible. It's and yeah. yeah, you look at it going, what the hell is the next five years going to bring? Is it are people going to go? You know, there's always going to be hang, there's always going to be celebrations, and people are always going to want to uh, a escape from mm. something. Yeah, but oh, like I'm at a. A function i'm at my wife's 60th uh mm. my wife's 60th she's not 60 because be yeah she's actually <laughs> 35 but but her mum's 60 <laughs> so and we're, we're at her mum's 60th and i she knows that i'm happily will drive there and drive back mm. because i will take and funny enough um tomorrow morning i know that there's um 
an off license five kilometers from me that sell heaps normal and no I'm taking that and it's it's not a negative on my side I don't go oh I've got to be the sober one how much are you like great I can enjoy a great tasting product not get questioned and even if I get questioned I don't really give a shit mm, yeah. and enjoy the night have a drink in my hand and I know Sunday morning I'm going to be fresh as a daisy well, that's and it, man. I crack on. So that's it. Yeah, I mean, the, smoke, the, smoking, the smoking analogy is a good one because like, you know, you look back to like Steve McQueen and John Wayne, like smoking was mm. cool, man. Like, you know, sitting yeah. there sucking on a cigarette was like, you were just like the coolest, the coolest kid ever. Like I, I smoked in my twenties and, mm. um, you know, like I, yeah, I remember sitting in a pub in Covent Garden, you know, on my lunch break with my friends from work eating, eating a meal in a pub with a beer and, and a cigarette next to it, like literally mid. It's, Crazy, yeah. Think about that now. It's like you want to vomit in your own mouth. You know what I mean? Like what oh, it's horrible, thinking, yeah. You know, it's like. Eat, eat, even when that bloke's like 20 meters away and oh, you can smell yeah. like the after, and you're like, oh, disgusting. Yeah. And, you just, and you're just like, oh, shit. Remember when, yeah, you were in uh, The Little Chef yeah, having yeah. a family. Have, have a, and, <laughs> and it was like, do you want the smoking girl, the uh, smoking section or the non-smoke? And it's like. <laughs> Well, oh, there's no real yeah, difference yeah, because exactly. <laughs> yeah, there's no line that, that smoke's not going to go anywhere past. Yeah, yeah right. all they do is put a little barrier. It's yeah. like oh, it's like oh, right, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll, uh, I'll sit here. Thank you. Man, it's, <laughs> it's, it's definitely an exciting time to be alive. I mean, I think you know, you look at companies like Impossible Meats who did you know they yep. IPO'd a, a year a year or two ago now. Um, you know, their IPO exceeded all expectations. Like drastically you know like they um they've, they've exploded um you know like and i think you know you're so right like the you know the black lives matter movement and you know just just people being able to have a voice now like through yeah, social media yeah. there's no you know we've, we've kind of wisened up the whole work generation and and people are educated and they're conscious of what's going on around them they're conscious of what they're consuming they're experimenting with things like you know things like having an ice bath and stuff like that. Like trying to tell people years ago, like, yeah, get up and jump in a bath of ice. I'd be like, what are you talking about? Now it's like, you know, like <laughs> athletes do that and people that want to be athletes do that too. You know, it's, um, oh, it's, uh, it's incredible. It's, it really and, is. and that, and it, uh, when we talked before, like what, what's my role as a full time. And mm. this is, this is where I kind of, it's not stirring the pot, but it's kind of your, your on kind of, a trend that not many people get like we've just talked in this podcast but it it takes a little while to kind of build and it then becomes the norm and yeah i always think what what does that future hold and i one thing that i'm i'm not looking into but i kind of go i would love to learn more about and that's kind of how like small micro dosing of like mm. um drugs and mm. lsd work for moods and kind of is that something that we then in 10 years even five years time go oh my god like how how incredible is this that insomnia or um yeah. depression it's just yeah. and i i think yeah like going off topic that it's right. what you're touching just changes the game and i want to i want to kind of finish this podcast by going what does the future look like for you your team where where do you want to grow where do you want to take it and is there an end goal that you want to achieve or is it just let's see how big this movement can go and be a part of it 
Um, I think it's a mix of the two. Like our immediate goal is to be the non-alcoholic beer um, category leader in Australia. Um, and we've had a few people who have said those kind of words to us. So I think, you know, that that's definitely our goal. And, and there's, you know, it, it sounds ridiculous that, that, you know, anyone could say that already because we're so early days in. But I think... I think um, you know, just growing, growing this business, getting getting scale in terms of getting the more 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 cans and hands. I think um, you know, for us, like we touched on this earlier, the real interesting bit is the the kind of initial reaction until somebody tries it and then they go, oh wow, this is this is incredible. Um, that's the exciting bit for me because. Um, you know, we're we're in in the grander scheme of thing, we're in a handful of venues. Really, we're in we're in, we're in about just over six hundred venues as of today. And I think there's a lot um, there's a lot of a lot of other kind of um, um, you know areas that we can kind of get our product into and and mm-hmm. build the community around that. And and we you know, I've got to call out like the people that do support what we do. Like we're so grateful. Like it's um it's you know the messages we get on email and and social media is just incredible. And I think. Um, you know, we're we're already kind of having those conversations, like I said earlier, about distributing outside of Australia. Um, I personally see this being a global brand. Um, you know, all around the world, we we get we actually get approached quite a lot from you know people in the states or the UK or Europe, saying when are we going to get out there? Um, you know, we need to we need to really own the category here. I think before we before we think too far away from home, but um, but. I think, um, you know, all of us, I think Andy, Benny and Jordi and I would all agree that we want to take this brand global um, and, and kind of really build a movement around it and and see where we go. I think, like, you know, you said it's a really exciting time to be alive and, um, I don't, you know, we'll, we'll never do an, an alcoholic version. It's just not what we do. Um, we're, we're a non-alcoholic beer company and, and we're kind of sticking to our guns on that. But uh, we've got a couple more SKUs in the, in the works at the moment um, that we're excited to release later on this year um and and yeah just see what, where we can go with it really it's um it's just taps back into having purpose you know and like having that why and and really you know that i think that's the difference when it when it's when it's one o'clock in the morning and you're trying to put that presentation together through one eye and you know you should go to bed because you need the sleep but it's that kind of thing that pushes you through to get that thing done um you know not 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 promoting non-sleeping and the hustle culture i think that has a time and place um and we need to look after ourselves as well but it's it's just that you know realizing that people are really into what we're doing is for me is the the thing that gets it over the line the things that make the thing that makes you want to you know once you put kids down is not go and watch netflix it's actually get back on your computer and you know write those emails and respond to those dms and you know design that next kind of can or that label and it's it's that it's just that people are really into it so yeah we're 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 flattered and we're grateful and we're just super excited to see where we can go with it absolutely love it and i think you've summarized that perfectly and all i can do is watch your brand and your journey unfold and i'm going to be 100 percent behind you because like i say tasting that sample beer a couple of weeks ago has just changed my mind to to what non-alcoholic beer should taste like. So I just want to thank you, Peter. Like it's been an hour and I've enjoyed an hour of just listening, absorbing and just talking to someone who's just so fresh in the industry and kind of is just giving something a go. And I'm 
yeah, grateful that you accepted this invite to oh, be mate. on the show. And uh, it's I, I can't wait just to, yeah, follow your journey and keep in contact. Thank you, mate. Like, and, and right back at you. Thanks for having me on. Like, it's, um, yeah, I think, you know, just talking about these things is, is, is great. And, um, yeah, grateful you wanted to have me on the show. And, and thank you for the support behind what we're doing. And, um, yeah, man, just um, just feel feel humbled and grateful that people are kind of into what we've what we've created and continuing to create. So thanks very much for having me. I no, appreciate it. And hopefully, uh, yeah, when I take the beers to, for tomorrow's little uh, shindig, um, <laughs> hopefully there'll be a few more fans uh, jumping right. on board as well. And I guess that's how the message gets spread. So yeah, I'm looking forward to to hearing that feedback um, as well because it's it's always good. But now appreciate it, everyone who's listening. Hopefully. You have enjoyed um, what we've had to say. And as always, give give a like, give a share. And uh, we look forward to speaking to more people like Peter and hopefully having Peter on the show uh, another time once we uh, begin this journey and hopefully global empire has begun. So definitely, good luck. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, appreciate it. Thanks, Ben. Legend. See you, mate. You too. Hold on, guys. Before you hit stop, don't forget to check out doggylicious.com.au and order some doggy products today. Use Retail Ready for 10% off. We hope you enjoyed the show.